Thursday, June 24, the 175th day of 2021. There are 190 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com. Via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We will uh, tell you about uh, your chance to win. We'll have the return of the water cooler question being your chance to uh, prove you're the smartest person in the office. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left. Rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, um, I don't know if you know this or not, but grilling is getting more popular among women. Can you not grill or do you just choose not to because you think that's my thing? Well, mm, hard to say. So, uh, I... Did grill yes. before you. Okay. But I'm a little bit afraid of our grill. You're a little bit afraid of because our it, grill. Yes. Well, okay. the gas, it's... So I'm more of a charcoal kind of... Uh, okay. All right. Well, lucky for you, I won on Sunday a little portable yes, grill. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, thanks to you that I won, but that's a story <laughs> for another day. But a little portable charcoal briquette grill. So if yeah. you want to drag that out and do some grilling, it's okay with me. Okay. The reason I tell you is because according to the most recent data available, 25% of Americans who grill are women. So one in four of the grillers now... Are of wow. the of the female, I guess technically now it's a persuasion because you get to decide whether you are or you are not. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Tokyo, and even Short Creek. And Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. Are you covering the Olympics for us? Are you going I, to Tokyo? Am I? I was asking. I, did you get a media credential? 
are, I mean, are, are you buying the flight? I guess if you can get a media credential at this late hour, we'll talk about it. I think I'm, I think I'm safe in not having to buy any airfare if you didn't get your uh, media credential. Uh, I thought I uh, saw a new headline this morning that um, told a little bit of the tale of the pandemic. Oftentimes, when there's a big snowstorm, or there's a, a long-term electrical outage, or some other storm. Uh, on down the line, about nine months, there's often a baby boom. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning of the pandemic, I think there was some speculation that we might see uh, a baby boom. Au contraire, mon frere, we had a baby bust. Nine months after the beginning of lockdowns in the United States, U.S. births plummeted by 8%. Now, 8% might not sound like a lot to you, but when you multiply that by the number of births that you typically have, it's significant. They fell by 8% in a single month. That was the December drop marked an acceleration in declines in the second part of the year. For the full year, though, the numbers of babies born in the United States fell 4.4% uh, to about 3.6 million. You say, I don't know what all that means. Mm -hmm. What it means is it's the largest decline since 1973 Wow! in the birth rate. See, I wouldn't have thought that. Uh, I, as I say with a lot of things, your mileage may vary. There are some people that seize the opportunity, and there are some <laughs> people that said, I want to be as far away from every human <laughs> as possible. The summer heat is returning today. We will, uh, I hope you got your money's worth out of the Chamber of Commerce weather that we experienced yesterday and the day before. It was glorious, and uh, thank you, God, for the wonderful weather. We're going to get more humid today and warmer as we go, so the summer feel is returning today. We'll see partly cloudy, 89 is our high. Clouds increase and shower late, uh, possibly tonight. About a 20% chance, a low of 72. Scattered thunderstorms, 40% chance of rain, so spotty showers this time of year when you get that level of humidity. 87 tomorrow, and then into the 90s and upper 80s for a stretch of at least uh, seven, eight days. But when the humidity levels and the temperature gets up that hot, uh, that high, remember, you can get an isolated thunderstorm, you know, the what we like to call sometimes the 4 o'clock rain, just based upon uh, a very active weather system. So there's your weather pattern and what to look forward to from our partners at the Wave 3 storm tracking team. I sadly woke up this morning to the news of that building collapse in Miami. Yes. I've just I just been... watched a video of it actually going down before I came in. I've been trying to follow along. It's a condo building, high-rise condo building in Miami. And the last, there may be updated information, and I'm not seeing anything on our crawl that updates at the moment. But the I did see, did get a notification about an hour ago that said one dead. And I saw it, that earlier. It may have said at least one dead, or it may have said one dead. I, I will tell you, it is a, I mean, any deaths obviously is a tragedy. And if that's your family member, then it doesn't matter whether it was one or 100. But when you see the devastation of that building, you just look at it and you think there is no way that only one person died in that. And and maybe they will find more as they as they go. But I saw some video this morning of what I considered to be a fairly, it was a live shot and it was a fairly docile uh, scene 
it didn't look like the there was massive searching going on where people were going through rubble trying to find people. I know they it, had canines. They were using canines, and I, they they also use uh, you know sonar and other heat seeking uh, heat signature uh, tracking types of things. But to me, that scene should be full of pandemonium. Of of pandemonium if there's if it's still active and they're looking for people so I mean maybe they've got people accounted for but they were having to use the ladder trucks to rescue people off of their balconies on the other side of the building uh, that hadn't collapsed so it was it was uh, the devastation there was just un- unbelievable uh, we are also yeah there it is I mean so uh, that building if you've seen it on television and you've seen um, if you've seen video, you could easily think that that building was a rectangle mm-hmm. and that building was not a rectangle. It was an L shape. So when you're looking at the collapse side, it's primarily the balconies and probably what I would guess are the living rooms is where the majority of the collapse took place. So that's why the that's why the death toll is somewhat reduced. If you the way this photo appears aerially, it looks like about twenty five percent of the building is gone. When actually, just a small percentage of the building is gone. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You see, because yeah. it's it's the L shape that's there. Uh, so that's uh, I guess one reason that we're not reporting higher numbers. Also, nationally today, uh, Vice President Harris is apparently going to visit the U.S.-Mexico border after uh, months of being in charge but not going there. It's pretty obvious to me why she hasn't been willing to go is that she doesn't want the nation's media there. She she doesn't want the presidential uh, and vice presidential media conglomerate that travels with them everywhere they go. They don't want they want less cameras on it, not more. And they've been pretty successful in that because when she goes, there's going to be a camera everywhere shining a light on everything and every place. And they don't want us seeing that because I have a feeling it's a bigger mess than we might even realize. So she says she's been focused on root causes. She's been to Guatemala. She's been to other places in Mexico, but she's finally going to the border uh, today. So we'll see if there's uh, anything that comes from that or if we get a clearer idea of uh, what's what's underway. I heard President Trump is also going to the border in the next week or so. I guess he's going, I to, check, see that. going to check on his wall, you know, knock on it, see how the steel's holding up. And that's It's a bigly, it's a beautiful bigly <laughs> wall. The best. <laughs> Unlike anyone has ever seen. And with that, I would have to agree. It's probably it's one of the biggest walls I've ever seen. It's it's certainly bigly. For the first time in nearly 16 months, Grayson County's new COVID case numbers, as well as active cases, are nearly nil. Yesterday, the Grayson County Health Department reported only four new cases of the virus diagnosed since the last update on June 16th. That marks the fewest new cases over a one-week period. Since the onset in March of 20, the county currently has a 1.6 incident rate. That's 1.6 new cases per 100,000. So that's good. We're still just one short of 2,300 in total. The health department recorded no new deaths. That's good. Statewide, uh, you've got several counties now that have reported zero new cases over the last week. And um, Breckenridge, one of them. Uh, Breckenridge, one of, Hancock is one of them that I saw on the list as well. The others are further from us. Statewide, 210 yesterday. I think 28%, 28 of them were 18 and under. And two new COVID-19-related fatalities being reported by the governor's office yesterday. Today's Thursday, so they'll do another... 
they're doing they they've rebranded them as Team Kentucky Updates. So you'll get some type of uh, conference with the governor today, where I presume they'll give some additional. Uh, uh, an update or or something. Uh, saddened to hear of a story that happened earlier in the week, but worth mentioning to you that a Hardin County woman has been killed while acting as a good Samaritan at an accident scene. 50-year-old Angie Cecil of Radcliffe was killed Monday night about 11 when she was struck by a vehicle on Dixie Highway in Louisville at the Gene Snyder. She was trying to help people involved in an accident near the Gene Snyder exit when she was hit by a vehicle as she was crossing the road. A truck made a hasty U-turn on Dixie Highway with another vehicle striking her as it tried to avoid the vehicle performing the U-turn. At the scene, police arrested the U-turner, a 29-year-old Stephen Brown, on drunk driving charges. The driver of the vehicle that hit Cecil was not charged in the incident. Uh, she was in Louisville to visit her mother. And they're you know, just out there trying to help people, be a helper, do the that right thing so late at night. And because of someone making a... Now, I will tell you, there are people that make U-turns, sober U-turns as well. So you can't 100% blame it. But an impaired driver doesn't need to be on the roads. And an impaired driver led to another driver striking this woman. And so it's something that could have been avoided. Uh, but she was just doing what was in her nature to do. And I'm saddened uh, saddened to hear of, of her passing. Uh, 24, 48, 72 hours later, last week's redneck rave in Edmondson County continues to get uh, a lot of attention. National Right. Is it fair to say it getting national yeah. attention, statewide yeah, attention? Internet. I mean, the Daily Mail had articles on it. It, so that's it, was, uh, it was featured at length on Kentucky Sports Radio yesterday about just some of the, you know, I, again, I, I kind of touched on it yesterday is for for many months now, I've just kind of been from afar noticing the activity over there and you see some of the events and the photography and, and I just think, well, that, that, I'd be in. I'd, I wouldn't know what to do with myself in that in that setting, and so I, I think it's. I does this continue? Do they continue to have events yeah, like that? Having one in October, <laughs> yeah, supposedly. that's what they say. So anyway, it's just. I guess it's not for the faint of heart, um, but master marketers, I suppose it's it. People won't know about it because they haven't heard about it. You know, it's, oh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, no, it's been I shared everywhere. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't understand. Uh, Governor Bashir has replaced the Kentucky Parole Board's chairwoman after a backlash against his recent policy change, which would have given dozens of convicted murderers another chance of potentially cutting short their life in prison sentences. Governor Bashir yesterday appointed a new board member to replace Leela Van Hoos, whose term had expired. The governor also designated Ladidra Jones to replace Van Hoos as the board's chairperson. The governor's office did not give a reason for the shakeup. The parole board's policy shift issued this spring sparked an outcry from prosecutors statewide and drew a legal challenge from Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron and Jackie Steele, who is the Commonwealth's attorney for Knox and Laurel Counties. A Kentucky judge temporarily blocked the new directive. I was a little bit surprised. It was a very bold move of what I was hearing they were proposing to do. The court order halted the parole board from giving a new parole hearing to more than 40 prisoners previously ordered to serve out life sentences for such crimes as murder, rape, and kidnapping. The parole board said Wednesday that it's complying with the court order and that the directive is no longer in effect. Did they really think this was going to fly? 
Have you have you read into this at all, Sam? No, not a, not a ton. I've kind of folded from afar. I know that Daniel Cameron had talked a little bit about it. I know he's filed some challenges, and a court has stopped it. One of the higher courts. Um, so it's interesting to see kind of what will happen and what will come from it, and everything along the lines, along the lines of that. But it, it's it seemed it's a complicated. A complicated yeah, case. it just didn't seem like it was going to. It just didn't seem like that was going to fly because you can't you can't float the idea of turning loose forty people who were supposed to serve life sentences. I mean, it would be one thing. It would be problematic to tell one, you know, mm-hmm. to have one case because that's going to be alarming. But to do it forty times, it's I just it's it not. Uh, it is not going to work. The Kentucky Transportation Cabinet is opening additional regional driver's license offices. The uh, 10 more counties will make the switch. The closest to you here is Muhlenberg County, uh, Ballard, Carlisle, Fulton, other uh, other counties not so close to us, but uh, big transition going you don't, on. You don't want to make the trip to Fulton? I'm going to pass on the trip to Fulton this time. Uh, check check back with me next time because I, I I don't want to be completely closed minded to it, but I uh, yeah. There's nice people down there. By the way, I was thinking the other day. I was having a conversation, Sam. I was having dinner with some KBA colleagues on Sunday, and we got to talking about Amtrak because that's what old guys do when they sit around <laughs> socializing and talk about taking train trips. And I even said my young wife she doesn't want to take a train trip yet, but eventually she'll get old enough she might want to. Um, but Maybe. we were talking about where is it in Western Kentucky? With the, it is in Fulton. I'm pretty sure it okay. is in Fulton. It's All either right. in Fulton or Hickman. I was told that also there is a – in Fulton, this may be the place where the, the train station is so far from town, you have to go to the police department, and they haul you to the train no, station. No, that, that would not surprise <laughs> me. That would not surprise me. I, I don't me. know if that's true, but if it is, that's awesome. Like just go yeah, in, no, pull, pull into the police department and say, why are you all here? Well – yeah, because the and the what it looks like too is fantastic as well. It does. Yeah, here okay. I got. Right, I'll, I'll, I'll work on. I'll it. I'll see you next time. <laughs> a Kentucky State Park. Speaking of uh, extreme Western Kentucky, a Kentucky State Park golf course is being renamed in honor of Cullen Brown, who played golf for the University of Kentucky until he died of cancer at age twenty. The eighteen-hole course, known as Mineral Mound, will be officially renamed the Cullen at Mineral Mound State Park in memory of Cullen Brown, a Lyon County High School product who died of bone cancer after being selected on the all-SEC freshman team in the spring of 2019. He had four top 20 finishes and seven starts and placed ninth in the SEC championship. He also played in the PGA Barbasol Championship, where he made the cut and finished tied for 53rd. He was the only amateur in the field. I have heard um, what is now kind of a famous interview with he and Matt Jones, right, when Matt was doing yeah. his tour across Kentucky. And I I never had the opportunity to meet or know much about Cullen Brown, but I hear nothing but good things about his character and his, uh, and his personality. This. this is a great, great honor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, might as well, right? Uh, uh, why not? And the U.K. men's basketball team drew Kansas for the Big 12 SEC Challenge. You okay with that, Sam? Yeah. I mean – Kentucky, Kansas, it's always exciting. Fall Gallon, I wish I could go, but I don't think that I can afford tickets because I'm sure the tickets will be through the roof for something along the lines of that. P-H-O-G, Allen. Yeah, Fall Gallon. F-O-G, Allen. And i got to share this story with you. I At Disney's Epcot, there is a 
an attraction at the Land Pavilion. And I have been riding this attraction, enjoying this attraction, since January of 1983. Oh, wow. In fact, it hasn't changed a whole lot since January of 1993. It, uh, it's called Living with the Land. <laughs> and inside family joke, for us, it's right across the way from Sunshine Shijin, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. So... All of our girls know where Sunshine Sheesions is. Living with the land, I thought Beige would be much more excited about it the first time that she saw it because it is uh, it's Disney's attempt at showing how you can grow produce and vegetables and things without dirt. Or you can grow them with just using water. It's, it's hydro- hydroponics. hydroponics. It is using solar power. It is it is quite remarkable. But it's a slow-moving boat ride where you go through all of Disney Disney's innovations in horticulture. Fair enough to say? Yes. So they're trying to make you learn while you're at they're a theme park. Try, trying to make you learn. You go through the seasons as well. You go through the agricultural season. You go through the planting season. You go through the harvest. It's something. It's very relaxing. It's a good way to get out of the heat. It's a slow boat ride, and it's nice until people come along and they don't know how to do it. A Disney guest was filmed hopping out of the ride oh. trying to steal a cucumber. As seen in both the original and video and re-uploaded versions, on-screen messages appear to indicate the woman was trying to uh, steal a cucumber growing on one of the vines. The boat is moving slow enough that they're getting out and walking through Disney's horticulture gardens to steal produce. That is so crazy. <laughs> what, I mean, what are you going to do with it? Right? Eat it. Well, yeah, but... And the boat is that slow. Like, you could jump off and do that, but you're not supposed to. There were clearly <laughs> messages, though, that said, yeah. do not get out yeah. of your boat. So now, next time we go back there, guess what? There's going to be a fence up where you can't go through because they got to... <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to jump off the boat and grab problem. a cucumber. Now that I know it's possible, I didn't realize that I could have been having free produce since 1983. <laughs> Thank goodness gracious. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Nose. Today is a celebration of the seasons, uh, and celebration of the senses. We were talking about seasons before the break. <laughs> when we are encouraged to treat ourselves to stimulation of each of our five senses. Hmm. Remember a few weeks ago when uh, our neighbors across the way were uh, fertilizing their fields? Mm-hmm. Remember how our sense got mm-hmm. stimulated that day? Ooh, that was rough. It was as mm-hmm. rough as I'd ever had it around here. Today is Swim-A-Lap Day today. You can do that at the Litchfield Aquatic Center. They have a lap lane if you want to do that. And it is also Pralines Day today. The sweet and creamy taste treat made from sugared pecans or almonds. They were invented in Francais by Marshal Duplessis Praline. Nailed it. Very good. Yeah. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Now I like pralines. I mean, mm-hmm. I like nuts, though. Because sometimes you feel like a nut. 
all sometimes. Okay. <laughs> the week, most of the time. The weekend funny tweets from women. We have procured a list of uh, what is considered the weekend tweets to be from women. Uh, Emma Ketchum said, "The key to looking amazing is looking like crap most of the time, so it's more of a surprise." <laughs> yes. <laughs> dialing down expectations yeah. and then you come back average yeah. and you go wow stunning today uh, music's profile said this one made me laugh so unfair that noon is the only time that gets a nickname i'm gonna start calling 4 p.m bonky <laughs> bonky's a funny name i mean yeah, yeah if, i mean if noon is four yeah all right Rachy Rach says, do you ever think the computer asks if you're a robot? Oh, I hate those. Because it's looking for a friend. <laughs> Are you a robot? Well, it's not making me a friend when it tells me to pick out, you know, is it a truck or is it not a truck? Yeah. And oh. of all, pick one with a tree. Well, way off lights. there in the distance of that yeah. one, there's then, a tree back and there. And then you got, is a partial part of a leaf in one of the pictures? Exactly. Does that count as the tree? Redo. What if you can catch the corner of a bumper in one yeah. vehicle mm-hmm. and you're supposed to find the one with buses? And, like, then, and then they put bikes. Is It's like, okay, is a motorcycle a bike or are you just talking about? Yes. You have to be way too smart to pass yes. those tests. And I usually fail and get mad. I just hit reload. Yeah. Or Until you find ha- one that's easy. Can I have the letters again? Can we just go back to the EGKZ? Right. Well, Can I yeah. just go back to that? Yeah. And Dana Graham says teenage girls should all get really into politics politics so that men don't like it anymore. <laughs> well, let's see. Unless you're Matt Gates. Right? Is yeah, he the, the congressman? Fl- yeah, the Florida yeah, guy, from, yeah. From Florida. Mm-hmm. This may not come as a surprise to some of you, but some used vehicles now cost more than the original sticker price. Well, I mean, if you go to like a old car, I mean, I guess this talks about a newer used car. Yeah, this is newer used cars. This is not one of your classics or your collector's item. This is cars that are one to three years old being sold at auctions, which are going at a premium because so much new car inventory is being disrupted. Well, that makes sense. Because that not, makes sense. I mean, the, think about it. Think about how many vehicles, how many new vehicles Ford, I will presume they're still having some issues, but I know just... Uh, within the last 60 days, Ford was having to park new vehicles oh. at Kentucky Speedway because they were missing a chip. And they weren't just parking. I mean, I drove past within the last 30 days, and there were every parking mm-hmm. spot at Kentucky Speedway was, right. was filled with a truck. So think about I mean, it's it's kind of amazing if you think about it. It's an entire truck. Except for a microchip that keeps it from being sellable. And so that's the thing. If you have a vehicle that's one to three years old that are basically brand new, guess what you've got? Chips. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Can I sell my chip? You've got probably, (laughs) but then your car might as well be a paperweight. It's an expensive paperweight. You can go park it at Kentucky Speedway. But, yeah, being sold at auctions for prices above their original sticker, which is called the manufacturer's suggested retail price. Uh, If you're traveling this summer, I'm going to give you a life hack pro tip that you may not be aware of. And because, yeah, I think I'm okay in sharing this because I don't don't think I'm doing myself a disservice by telling people. Mm -hmm. But I have discovered what I would like and what I would explain to you is Airbnb for cars. 
Okay. It's called Turo. T-U-R-O is a new service that has sprung up in markets where there are not an available supply of rental cars and where people that live in tourist destinations have had to make their own car payments but haven't had the tourism industry to live off of. So they need tourists supplementing their car payments. So they will rent you their car and some, in some cases deliver it to you or tell you where it is. You rent it for a day or two days. You bring it back. You go on about your merry way. And Liberty Mutual is actually doing the blanket insurance coverage for that entire platform. I thought you were saying that this was for parking or something along the lines of that. Yeah, no. To where you could pay like, somebody to park in your driveway or something along the lines just of Just like I would go to Airbnb and say, mm-hmm. oh, you have a condo on a beach. Let me live there while you're not there for a week. Mm-hmm. So you're not using your car on Tuesday. Can I use it? Yeah, you can. And so it's you got reviews and ratings and how clean so it is. It's kind of like mm-hmm. you take you take um, Airbnb v- and Uber, VRBO and Uber, and kind of put those two together and throw in a dash of Airbnb, and that's what you've got. It's called Turo. T U R O. I hadn't heard about that. Mm-hmm. Well, don't tell too many of your friends. Just just keep it just keep it between you and I. Okay. If I if you just heard me say it, don't tell anyone else so that we're not now competing for the same vehicles. Is that fair enough? White chocolate pretzel M and M's are coming this fall. Does this sound okay? No. You don't. For one, you don't like pretzels, but you do like white chocolate. I do like white chocolate. I, I like pretzels with peppermint. I don't mind white chocolate. I don't know that I want. I don't like pretzels at all. I'm not a huge sweet and salty. I kind of want my salty and I kind of want my sweet in its own in its own hmm. category. I got to tell you, I think I'm in on this. I can see that for One, you. I love M&M's. Two, uh-huh. I love pretzels. Three, I love chocolate. I like milk chocolate better, but I don't mind white chocolate at all. I do like chocolate, white chocolate-covered pretzels. I like that. Yeah, those so are bad. I, mm-hmm. There's no reason that I shouldn't like this. But they'll be making their debut this fall. It's a limited edition variety and created exclusively for the 2021 holiday season. Yeah, right. If they were to sell out like gangbusters, the, I have a feeling there will be an exclusive 2022 version as well. But maybe that's just me. I'll stick with a peanut. And you, you can have I those. I love peanut M&M's. Oh, See, I peanut you. M&M's are so good. It's the classic. Yep, I agree with you. This saddened me. A mom is heartbroken after 22 no-shows at her son's sixth birthday party. Birthday parties have been hard the last year and a half. I uh, had to either do them not at all, or you had to do them with just family or with people that have been in a bubble, or you've had to get very creative. And as we have returned to normal, still unsure, well, I don't know how I feel about the parties and this and that and the other. Her name is uh, Donners86 on TikTok. And it was it was her son JJ's sixth birthday party, and they were no shows. That where they live, all of the restrictions had been relaxed. There was nothing preventing people from coming, but it was still too soon post pandemic that of twenty two invitations, not a single kid showed up. That's oh, sad. That is so sad. Now, you know me; I like to be logical and practical about things. It does make me wonder if JJ's mom didn't properly study the playing field mm-hmm. like sh- should jj's mom have sent a test balloon or two and just said hey and then if if you run through all 22 and get a rsvp as regrets 
then you might want to do something different. So she she posted video on TikTok of this kid celebrating his birthday party all by himself with all of his decorations. But they rescheduled and had a birthday a virtual birthday party for him, and almost thirty thousand viewers joined at some point. Oh, okay. okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. So there's a positive. Yeah, I mean, it was a that's a cool experience, but. I still kind of go back to, as parents, don't we need to maybe check around and go... Yeah, maybe better would you planning. Come? If you had received zero questions, you know, like if you had not heard from any other moms or the mom said, hey, uh, mask or no mask or what's JJ want this year right. for his birthday? I need, to, yeah. I need to pick up a action figure or whatever. If you got crickets to your invitations, maybe that should be a sign. So, yeah. so yeah. I'm not going to blame it entirely on the 22 invitees, but you know. Well, I mean, six years old, so yeah, it's on the. Yeah, that's terrible. It's hard to know. Spaceflight company Space Perspective has debuted a $125,000 package that brings travelers to the edge of our atmosphere on a space age hot air balloon. The Florida-based firms aims to. Uh, firm aims to rush usher in a new era in luxury travel experiences with their groundbreaking or wouldn't it be air breaking yeah. yeah probably uh, tour aboard the spaceship Neptune a massive hydrogen supported balloon with a passenger capsule in tow that can float atop Earth's atmosphere yeah no I'm I'm gonna mm-hmm. I like my feet on the ground no no you're not, you're not no. gonna do this I'm terrified of heights would you do this. No, I would not, but I'm fascinated by it because I've seen those Red Bull athletes that they oh. tow them into and then they drop they, te- them? they yeah. tether <laughs> them into lower space and then they jump uh-huh. and then they parachute back in. I mean, uh-huh. they've got a what a forty thousand foot free fall or something until they there is, parachute comes. There out. is no amount of money. Yeah, I, that you mm. could ha- offer me to make me do that. None. There's no amount of money that you could give me, but if you could give me enough money, make me some assurances that, like, future, like, the next five generations nope. of my family, maybe. Nope. You know, no. It, Sorry. It would be a bigly number, but I'm not going to say never because, well, generally, I just don't like the word never. So, but no chance. I don't think there's enough money, but I'm not going to say never. Fair enough. we got to get to a break. Your chance to win is coming up with the water cooler question right here on In the Know. Not sure what's going on here. Did you know frogs sometimes eat enough fireflies that they themselves glow? Huh. Did you know that, Sam? I did not. Hmm. Beach, did you know that? I did not. Uh, Alea, did you know that? You did know that? Speak into the microphone, hon. You knew that frogs, frogs could eat enough 
uh, butter, uh, fireflies that they could glow in the dark. You didn't know that? No. Now, now, now you do. Hey, <laughs> good morning. Say good morning. Good morning. Alea is making her um, her live in the know debut, but you've been we've done the show many times here in the studio, haven't we? Yes. <laughs> She's seen herself on the monitor, yes. so yes. she's uh, blown away. Yeah, yes. she's kind of like, well, wait a minute. The monitor is not normally on when we're here doing when we're here doing we're here, the show. We can, we can move it away. For yeah, a we can, we, we can say that she's she's over there. She's just kind of riding shotgun for the moment because we're going to do the water cooler question. Uh, it's your chance to win two seven zero two five nine six thousand two seven zero two five nine six thousand is the number you call. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to heavy up the prize package again today. Two tickets to Holiday World. Two tickets to Beach Bend. Two tickets to Kentucky. Kingdom. If you can solve today's water cooler question by calling 270-259-6000, the question is this. 23% of women say they would actually pay their partner to do this. 23% of women say they would actually pay their partner to do this. What is it? 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. There's some music. You can give it some thought. Two tickets to Holiday World, two tickets to Beach Bend, two tickets to Kentucky what Kingdom. What was the percentage? 23%. So 23 of 100 women say they would actually pay their partner to do this. What is it? Alea, do you have any idea what the answer might be? What would you pay somebody to do? Would you pay someone Stop. to get you popsicles? <laughs> okay. What's your What's your favorite, Ale? What is your favorite kind of uh, your favorite flavor of popsicle? It's banana. Banana. Okay. Banana. Banana. That's the yellow. Uh huh. What's my favorite flavor of popsicle? Do you know? Uh, I know which one it is not. <laughs> it's the It's the white kinds with. Red on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You I like... mean, red on the top. Oh, the firecracker ones? Red on the top oh, okay. and the lemon on the bottom. Oh, Alea yeah. and I both like those at home. But yeah. she gets all the banana popsicles at the office. She's my banana clean cleanup expert, aren't you, honey? I want banana. <laughs> all right. Maybe have we'll... You, have you had one this morning yet? No. Oh. What did you have for breakfast? Pancakes. <laughs> Pancakes. Pancakes and, and sausage. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to um, line one. Wendy is the... Alea, can you say good morning, Miss Wendy? Good morning, Miss Wendy. Good morning, Miss Alea. What, uh, uh, Wendy, 23% of women say they would actually pay their partner to do this. What is it? Is it give them a foot massage? Give them a foot massage is absolutely, positively correct. She won! Yay! Yay! <laughs> I had massage on my list. Yeah. I don't know if you would have asked me to be more specific, but. <laughs> Not specifically a foot massage, but no, a massage. No, I just had in massage general. in general. I'm a popsicle now. You want a popsicle now? Well, you have to wait for the commercial break. <laughs> hold on. Uh, hold on, Wendy. We're going to get some information from you. Princess Tiana is going to grab the phone. Hold on. Da 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 da. Pancakes and sausage were good or were they were not good or. Were they good? Ah. Uh, okay. Yes. Uh, also, one of the reasons Alea is here this morning is she's going to give a review on the her trip to Cook Ranch Shaved Ice yesterday. Ooh. I know for a and fact. And we saw Osta. You saw, <laughs> I, I mean Ariel. Ariel, Ariel. Really? Okay. And uh, Mickey Mouse. 
and Mickey Mouse. Did you see Yukon Cornelius? Mr. Dennis. <laughs> did you see Mr. Dennis? Mm, yes, you did. Did you see Sheriff Chaffins? Mr. Norman? Uh-huh. What yes. did he tell you? I don't remember. He said <laughs> Anna was going to pay with the credit card. Remember that part? Yeah, and he had to give him a ticket. Had to give a ticket. All right, he <laughs> so was like, it would be free. So it would be free. <laughs> he was like Willy Wonka and the golden tickets yesterday. <laughs> was the shaved ice good? Yeah. All right, good. Thanks for stopping by. Good to see you. Thank you. Can I take my headphones off? Just as soon as, uh, just in just a moment, and then we can go get a popsicle, all right? All right. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's Point to Ponder for today. What embarrassing song. I'll preface this a little bit. Yesterday there was a chart topper. It was uh, Rosanna Toto from, I think, 82. And Beach, you said that's one of those in the car. You, know, you can sing if nobody else is around. What embarrassing song do you like to sing out loud when no one else is around? Oh. Now, not songs we would know. Think, oh, of course you would like that song. Is there is there a song that you would be afraid for people to know that you sing in the car? Not really. Sam, do you sing in the car? Not really. No. Okay. Not often. I don't listen to it. I mean, I'll listen to, obviously, K105 when I'm in town. But if I'm on the road, I'm usually listening to a podcast or something along the lines of that. So something it's not that's like it's more like talky-talky. Yeah. Okay. Because that's usually, that's what I was raised on, talk radio. Right. I don't know. I mean, I'm always singing in the car, but I don't know what would embarrass me. You know what song that I like to listen to and sing that I'm way too old for? Party in the USA by Miley Cyrus. I do love that song. <laughs> and you just... can sing it like nobody's business, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you might be able to. I don't know. Uh, I just it... Put your hands up and... Nod in my head like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Moving my, my hips, hips like, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just really shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, you good. sound just like Miley. <laughs> Clearly. We yeah. look very similar riding a wrecking ball as well. <laughs> Just, uh... <laughs> On television tonight, the season one finale of the United States of Al. Do you like this? I do. Yeah? But I'm a big fan of him, so. Yeah, he was he was really good on Rules of Engagement. Yes. Uh, he was He was kind of the nemesis to David Spade's character. Yeah. Uh, Russell. Russell. Yeah, I think yeah, that's right. On mm-hmm. uh, rules of engagement, so it, he was good. Uh, I like it. I mean, it's uh, it's got good human interest. Um, also, the the girl that plays the ex the ex wife was um, from the ranch. Yes, uh, right. Uh, Ashton Kutcher and, uh, and Sam Elliott. The dad is from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So it, it's yeah. it's good. It's good. Got a good cast. The season three premiere of Making It on NBC, that's Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman. I don't think I watched this last season, uh, but uh, I, I think like both I of them. did watch the original. I I, I, we've never finished Parks and Rec, so I don't really oh. like Nick Offerman or know Nick Offerman. Oh, he's hilarious. I, we're more Megan Mullally fans than Nick Offerman, but I know he's that Ron Swanson oh, or whatever. He's fantastic. Is. I, I, I can see where that character would be good. 
the Ron uh, uh, Offerman and Polar do a really good job of weaving their dry wit into this what is basically a baking show, but it's for crafting. So it's it's all right. It's it's not a yeah, point see, in I television. Didn't even know that was a thing. And the season one finale on CBS of Clarice. Hello, Clarice. I love it. Yeah. I, well, I you have noticed it. you haven't watched even the last episode that's on. You have one banked. So I do. Yes. You'll get that, and that one should, and the, you'll yes, get the finale. Yes. <laughs> and the season three finale of Legacies on the CW. Never heard of it. No. I'm so, so out of it when it comes to TV. Listen, I don't know. I, I'm not quite sure the sequence of events that would lead me to watch something on the CW. Like a network... A network offering oh, of say, the I CW. Think, like, Big Bang Theory's on there sometimes, which... Yeah, of course, that's just, you know, syndication. So uh-huh. I can find that on TBS or about anything. Or There's always something on Comedy Central, like The Office, I that I could watch. But, like, I mean, I am so far out of the demographic that the CW oh, is going yeah. for. Yeah. Because, like, for me, it would be, like, Gilmore Girls or something yeah, I mean, like that. Yeah. The CW would be more towards, like, Anna's... Demographic. That's exactly. That's the. They're kind of yeah. the. They're like what Fox was trying to be in the early '90s, like Dawson's Creek and yes. stuff like that. Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. E- exactly. Yeah. yeah. Today uh, in history, this date, 1948, communist forces cut off all land and water routes between West Germany and West Berlin, prompting the Western Allies to organize the Berlin Airlift. In 1807, a grand jury in Richmond, Virginia, indicted former Vice President Aaron Burr, sir. Charges of treason, uh, charges of treason, and high misdemeanor. He was later acquitted. Oh, Canada! The future Canadian national anthem was first performed in Quebec City in 1880. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's we're not supposed to pronounce it Quebec. It's Quebec. Hmm. That's mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be pronounced. But I don't think I'm going to adapt to that. I'm going to think I'm going to stick with uh, Quebec. Yeah. 1964, AT&T inaugurated commercial picture phone service between New York, Chicago, and Washington, D.C. Wonder how that even turned out. <laughs> um, I guess it's a kind of a flash in the pan. It went away. It uh, Never to be heard ne- from again. Never to be heard from again. In 1983, the space shuttle Challenger, carrying America's first woman in space, Sally K. Ride, coasted to a safe landing at Edwards Air Force Base in California. California. Jeff Beck from ELO is 77. We heard some of his music earlier on in the show. Uh, Mick Fleetwood is 74. Sherry Stringfield is 54. Sherry Stringfield was on the cast of ER. She didn't have much of a personality. She was red-haired. She had a cane. She used a cane in the ER. She had some type of disability. I never watched You might ER. remember from ER. Mindy Kaling is 42, and Solange Knowles is 35. Gotta love Mindy Kaling. Beyonce. Kelly Kapoor. Oh, yeah, that is Kelly Kapoor. Uh, uh, Solange is Beyonce's younger sister. Oh. Yeah, surely. How old was she? 35. Is Beyonce older than that? Yes. Yeah, yeah Beyonce's really? gotta be almost 40. She, I guess she just looks like she's still 30, you know. Oh, well, I mean, she should. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying she doesn't put in hard work. I'm just but then again, I guess she's, she's, she's been relevant for 20-plus years, right? She has. Destiny's Do you watch Child? The Shop? I've never heard HBO? of that. So that's I don't Le- have HBO. It's so LeBron no. and uh, Hurricane Carter, and they sit around the barbershop and talk about entertainment. Jay-Z was on there a few weeks ago. He, I, he's a really interesting guy. Jay-Z? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, and he's kind of gotten older. And Well, I mean, he does everything. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky. Shh. Not your turn yet. 
because he, I mean, he's in sports agency. He's yeah, in the absolutely. rap industry. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is 39. 39. I said almost 40, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Uh, born this day in 1895, Jack Dempsey, the Manassa Mauler. Al Molinaro in 1919, he played Big Al on Happy Days. Sunday, Monday, Happy Days. Let's go to chart topics. 1956. I like the sound effects. What, what is happening? Slip the blood to me, bud. Yes, this is Nervous Norvis. And it's called Transfusion. Okay, that... I, I think we've. Is that really a thing? Have we crossed over? Are we in a Twilight Zone? (laughs) We have to bring Alea back in here. I can't take these chart toppers. Okay, this this I know. We're getting better. 1965, the four tops were number one. This is a little bit better. Better than the last. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I forgot to ask Leia about her new bird. Oh, we got a new bird in well, the house. You do know that that we had a long conversation about birds when you weren't here earlier in the week. Really, <laughs> a long conversation about birds. <laughs> hmm. But uh, you do know Yukon Cornelius is terrified of birds. No, but that's about right. Not good. Yeah, I got it. 19, I did not know that, but thanks for sharing. That. Yes. Oh yeah. I have good. a retort to his. Uh, Mini trampolines, digs. <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot, Sundown, number one, 1974. Good, but still, again, not better than Evan Fitzgerald. I was looking, my camera was frozen for a while. I thought it could have been worse. You know, sometimes it gets frozen, and I got this terrible look on my face, which is most of the time. 1983. Rock down to Electric Avenue. I really don't care for this, but it's better than. Hey, I got to say, too. Well done, Eddie Grant, because. No, no, it was Billy Ocean I was thinking of. If you've seen Billy Ocean later in life, Billy Ocean has these long dreads that are like waist length and they're gray. And I think, wow, there's Mufasa right there. You know, Mm. just big. Big hair, mane, let it grow, turn gray, seasoned. It just looks wise. It's like, you go, Billy Ocean. Do it. I'm inspiring. Uh-oh. Royalty. Right? I said earlier yeah. in the week. <laughs> Sir Elton John, Sir Paul McCartney. Sir Mix-a-Lot. Just ask Queen Elizabeth. She knows. I've always wondered, though, do you get, like, armor when you're knighted? Um, do you I, get your own personalized armor? I think armor? you have to call out to the armor store and pick it up yourself. But uh, Pop, NSYNC in 01, California Girls, Katy Perry in 2010. Billie Eilish, bad guy, was number one two years ago today. I'm, I'm not embarrassed at this one. Nor am I. No, I mean, she's no, talented. Like yeah. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Here we go. It's not what you look at that matters. It's what you see. 
It's not what you look at that matters. It's what you see. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Alea, for Beach, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Harry.